Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Caramed and Proven Investments Limited. I'm Neil Armstrong and welcome to Impacting Jamaica. I'm with Patrick Buchanan, the president and one of the founders of the Jeffrey Town Education Association. Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, Patrick. Thank you for having me, Neil. Thank you very much. Jeffrey Town Education Association was founded in March 2004 and it is named after the the Jeffrey Town All Age School in St Mary Jamaica which was destroyed by fire on September 6 1998 that that's 23 years ago you've been you've been with the association from the beginning uh, t- tell me how did it start well, it started um, by various members of the community who recognized the problem that has been persisting for years, and the state of which the uh, school had been in um, back in 2004 and still continues now, and they wanted to do something about it. Um, I was part of that. Um, they, we formed an organization trying to actually assist um the school. We took some time actually to formally come up with a name and a logo for what we represented. And lo and behold, within that year, Jeffrey Town Education Association was formed as a positive path for young children. And here we are today talking about it and trying to support the school. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the school, the school was, was destroyed by fire in 1998 did, did did you attend the school are you are you from the community how how, how what were some of the stories that you were hearing from the school i i went to jeffrey town school back in um 19 from 1969 through to 1973 mm-hmm. those were my four years with the with that school mm-hmm. and yes it was called an all-age school back then because it serviced uh, a broad community um, of, and uh, there was about five to six hundred students that attended at the time mm-hmm. um, so the demise uh, you know because the school had burnt down for whatever reason that particular system occurred it just left a gap in the community. It left a huge gap for the Wallingford, Jeffreytown, Salisbury, um, Bennett Hill, all of those particular areas that it serviced. And over the t- over time, you have a community now which didn't have the normal school for sending its students. Mm-hmm. And basically, now you've had to, a dispersion of folks trying to. Um, Send children to different areas, which were much farther away than normal, and um, it, it basically left a gap mm-hmm. for everyone. Mm-hmm. And that gap needed to be filled. Mm-hmm. And you're right; after 20 years, the you know it was neither rebuilt. Efforts weren't being made, and there are reasons why, of course, you know the government may not have been able to rebuild the school by virtue of the budgets they have. Mm-hmm. But the point is, it's 
significantly affected um, how the community was served. Mm -hmm. And we tried to fill that gap. We, we created a, uh, um, a program. Uh, we created our terms of reference in terms of trying to support the school by funding it, by fixing uh, fixing up the areas that were there that were um, falling apart, painting it uh, in any which way that we could. And there are a number of things that we've done over the years mm -hmm. um, that 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 has taken place. Mm -hmm. um, we've given a backpack program to help students with um, with entering the school. We've updated the chairs, the and um, services. We've put in the computers back in 2019. In January 2019, we've you know supported the library to actually get those things going. Mm -hmm. uh, we uh, added incentives for the kids to be able to move on and graduate. Incentives for the for the uh, teachers themselves. Um, all of these things went into play in order to basically improve. The services that were there. Mm -hmm. You've shared you've shared with me some of the ways in which the association has been helping, but I wonder, as someone who had attended the school many years ago, when when you heard about what had happened, how how what was the emotion at the time? I I I was um like my my problem with that in terms of emotion is that we have basically not serviced. The students, and oddly enough, uh, you know, when you when you ask me about an emotion, I, I it would probably come down to the point of anger <laughs> for mm -hmm. me because mm -hmm. the Jamaican Education Act, you know, distinctively states that you know every student is supposed to have an education, and I'm talking up to the, at least the age of eleven, mm -hmm. um, as as it's stated within that. Mm -hmm. Now, this wasn't being provided because of the gap that existed for everyone. Mm -hmm. And there are a number of other different um, social and whatever other names we might want to put into this thing that created this problem. But the effort to rebuild and get the community back to the way it was or even better mm -hmm. never happened. Mm -hmm. So all myself, um, as well as many others from the community of Jeffreytown, Returned, you know, got together in March of 2004, and said, "Okay, we need to do something." And this is what we did: mm -hmm. formed an association, went out and tried to raise funds to try and help to support that community. Mm -hmm. And you know, all that that has done is say, "Okay, we've been able to solve." You know, for me personally, it's solved that anger and that we're actually now doing something. And it's good to see that we're trying to get these students to uh, get the education that they need and deserve in order for them to move on. Yeah. One of the things that I found is that primary and pre-primary school education doesn't get the aid it needs. Mm -hmm. it, it seems to be forgotten. And it's even more acute when you go into the rural communities of Jamaica where services are more limited and they even get that much more forgotten for some reason. Mm -hmm. And there are some great minds that exist, that, you know, that are there. And all we have to do is to feed those minds to, you know, so that they can get to their full potential. Mm -hmm. Well, as an organization, we're trying to make sure that they, those minds get fed. Mm -hmm. 
I, as, I, as I listen to you, I'm, I'm wondering, uh, given what you've just described, if, if there has been any, any conversation that the Jeffrey Town Education Association has had with uh, possibly the Ministry of Education there or anyone in the education sector regarding the, the needs of, of these students and the school? We've, uh, we've sent communications to the Ministry of Education and sadly, you know, we've not really received any response, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest. Nothing that is worth discussing here. Mm-hmm. Um, the other factor that, you know, with relation to your question is the leadership doesn't, uh, you know, for that school, whatever, doesn't really show that it has a vested interest in the community. and that, That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Because that lack of vested interest is also reflected in the fact that the community doesn't really feed off that. It doesn't feel like, okay, they're cared about. Mm-hmm. So and by, when I say that, you know, okay, you have a leader for the school. Um, you go out and you would talk to the teachers. Um, and we see that here in Canada, you know. We have what's called um, you know, parent-teachers meeting or whatever. But in whatever it is, you go and you try to meet with the community and you want to understand, how can I best serve you? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that discussion has necessarily taken place or is even being reflected in order to better serve the community and the students in which it, you know that are there. Mm-hmm. And that lack of vested interest in the community mm-hmm. I think is very acute mm-hmm. because you end up with the parents feeling well uh, they don't like me may not like them either mm-hmm. so then why should I send my kids there mm-hmm. and it leads to another factor then that says well I'm going to send my kids somewhere else mm-hmm. the problem with that is they themselves can't afford to do so, so the children don't end up going to a school on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact, although that Jeffrey Town's primary school needs help in terms of um, making it look better, can work better, at least they can get an education there. Mm-hmm. But instead, because someone in the community may not like what's going on, they will try to send their kids somewhere else, but they can't afford to. And that mm-hmm. lack of affordability for moving their kids somewhere else mm-hmm. means that they don't get everyday education in order to meet the criteria mm-hmm. that those kids need. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it becomes one perpetual problem that we're also trying to solve. And as an association, we're not necessarily on the ground floor, but we do have other folks who are there, you know, local, who try to actually reach out. Mm-hmm. But they them you know, reach out with the community as well as with the school. So we we're talking with them. It's called the Jeffrey Town. Um, down there, it's called the Jeffrey Town Association. That's a local chapter which we work with, mm-hmm. and it, it 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 is difficult. I'm not going to say that, you know, any of this is easy in terms of trying to support the school, but it is difficult to try to get the volunteers, get people to continue to make sure we can meet the needs of the community and encourage them to actually go make sure their students, you know, their children go to that school. Mm -hmm. 
that's the acute thing that I found. You mentioned earlier some of the ways in which the the association has been helping the school. And I'm wondering if you were to come up with like uh, th- three ways in which the association has helped. I'm, I'm wondering what... What was it that the association did, and 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 what did you hear from from teachers and students in terms of their feedback regarding the assistance rendered? I would say that the students really appreciated the backpack program. They mm. they really you know because at least they had um, school utensils and things of those nature that they needed books. And, that was a huge hit for them, um, for the students, and we wanted to continue that and, and keep that going. The in 2019, when we actually put in the computers, which were donated by um, basically supporters that we have here from Guinet uh, Systems, the they we took those computers and we installed them in the in the computer library it's not a great library it's not one but it has aided them to at least have access the deficiency we have though is that you know the the infrastructure is not always the greatest for for being on the network and so forth and that is something that could definitely be improved but the students the teachers, as well as the um, the director in the area, appreciated those particular that kind of support because the key thing there is that there is the budget isn't within the uh, Ministry of Education thing to put in all of these things, and uh, that's a whole other topic altogether mm-hmm. <laughs> in terms of the ministry being able to adequately support the schools because 80 percent of their budget always goes into all these recurring expense you know and when you only have you know a very small chunk being left for trying to deal with capital expenditure schools like you know these rural communities get forgotten Mm -hmm. and that's why we've seen over 20 years where there's nothing being done Mm -hmm. and i'm convinced that had we not existed that school would be closed today. Mm-hmm. The the other thing that we've done um, in recent in the recent pandemic is that we provided the uh, tablets for the students to actually work with because they didn't have access to the, you know the ongoing education which was being placed online. Mm-hmm. And I found that we you know we all find that to be rather <laughs> strange that okay we're going to put it all online but we're not going to consider who can access it. Mm-hmm. And so you have all of these other students now rural who are now being left behind, uh, unfortunately due to the pandemic and a health situation. But once again, it goes back to budget constraints on the part of the ministry who don't have the capital in order to make sure they can fund it. So organizers, organizations like us have actually been able to put those things in place and, and keep things going. and. We've heard back that we've heard back from them that yes, they do greatly appreciate what we've done. Mm-hmm. You know, we've also put in new desk tables within that school, mm-hmm. but in terms of the structure, you know, putting up a new building, it's a little bit outside our range at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I will add one thing to this question. 
what we found, or at least I will say specifically what I found is, you know, if we are sending and supporting the school, mm-hmm. I find it's really unfortunate that, you know, there might be the case where, you know, the school is being penalized by, you know, okay, we're no longer going to give you the funds that, you know, we may have allocated because you're getting support from somewhere else. And that's, that I find is a significant detriment, I think, in mm-hmm. terms of the way, you know, budgets may be actually utilized to support schools in, in, the, in the communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we have to do what we do. And those are just a few of some of the things that uh, the Jeffrey Town Education Association has done for that school. Okay. We're taking a break uh, to hear from our sponsors. A toast only works if it's shared with others, even when we're miles apart. So let's cheer each other on. Cheers to the best in life. Drink and live responsibly. A message from Red Stripe, part of the Heineken Company. Searching for a one-stop solution to all your facility's maintenance needs? Visit Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center. We stock a wide range of COVID-19 washroom cleaning and other supplies, gardening tools, chemicals, and more. Our experts are always ready to give you the best advice. Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center, 14 Collins Green Avenue, Kingston, Freeport Commercial Center, Montego Bay, and 33 Ward Avenue, Mandeville. Visit or call us today, 876-920-47215. Welcome back, Patrick Buchanan, the president and one of the founders of the Jeffrey Town Education Association in Toronto, here in Ontario, is my guest. And we've been talking about the association and how it has been helping the school and community in, in, in St. Mary. Now, the, the terms of reference of your association notes that the school which was built in the 1950s, is the only public school for many students of six communities. Some travel a far distance to get to it. Is, 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 is that still the case? And, and what can you tell me about how community organizations there? And, uh, well, we, just before we took the break, you were telling me about how the government's budget is, is impacting the, the school. But I'm thinking... How have community organizations there, as well as the the government, been supporting your efforts, as well as the school? You're talking when to, when when you say the government, you're saying the Ministry of Education in Jamaica. The Ministry of Education in Jamaica, yes, not not here in in Ontario. Um, I don't see. As an association, we don't we don't see any support. I do know the government, however, has made efforts mm-hmm. um, in trying to access you know um, funds that are entering Jamaica in these formats to say, well, you know, they would like to get a hand on it. But I'm not so sure that that would best service the schools themselves. And mm-hmm. I know other associations do hold that feeling. Um, not necessarily thinking that this is a good forum for me to be able to broadcast this, but mm-hmm. those are the facts. Mm-hmm. Um, direct support seems to have been far better, and uh, but we haven't seen support coming from the schools. But now I entertained and said earlier that you know the schools themselves are getting penalized, and that their budgets are getting cut if they actually now find that you know somebody else is supporting them. So. Mm-hmm. 
I think that speaks for itself and speaks volumes if that's the general case. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's anecdotal. Mm-hmm. That's anecdotal mm-hmm. um, in terms of things. But mm-hmm. we all, yes, we have, originally that school serviced, um, the Jeffreytown and all age school service, you know, students from Barker, Halifax, Bagnall, uh, retirement, and I think even this Wallingford area, we would all come to that school. Mm-hmm. Now, the population in, uh, for that school has dwindled mm-hmm. over the years. Mm-hmm. So really, it's more so the local, you know, within the local proximity folks who are actually now going. I think folks in the farther areas have actually, you know, sent their kids on to other schools per se, whether by taxis or buses or however they are able to do it. But after 20 years of not seeing any changes in the improvements for a school that has been destroyed, like I said, if that school had been removed and, you know, in total, Mm -hmm. those local areas now would have been the ones who have now suffered. Mm -hmm. And by local, I mean, we're talking folks who are still living in, in, in very rural sections of the country, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And can they afford to send their kids somewhere else? Not necessarily, no. Mm-hmm. Because in a pandemic, they couldn't afford to necessarily buy a, you know, a new um, laptop or something of that nature in order to allow their students to access because they don't have the funds. Mm-hmm. So it, I think all of these anecdotal pieces of information goes back to saying, is there adequate government support for what we're doing? Mm-hmm. I would say the answer is pretty much no. Mm-hmm. But that being said, they do have a large number of, you know, there's what, 1,100 schools across the, the country in order for them to support, mm-hmm. and on a very limited budget. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. but. The unfortunate thing is I don't think the Ministry of Education or the Jamaican government takes education as a huge commodity that it should be, as a very, you know, just like they look at tourism, they need to look at education in the same facet. Mm-hmm. You you referenced earlier the not being on the ground because the association is here, but, but, but working closely with the Jeffrey Town Association, and I'm wondering... What would you say are the immediate needs of the schooling? Currently, it needs to be painted, and that's just a superficial job um, that we do. And But it's going to be improving the looks of it, and we're working towards getting that done. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a bathroom that we've, um, we've put in place uh, for the teachers to be able to use. And that still needs some more improvement since we have done that um, in order to make sure that there's privacy for these for the teachers to be able to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, the students themselves, there are walls that needs to be fixed on the interior. They're, they need new chalkboards, and we need to get those into the schools as well um, for them to at least be able to. And the students themselves need, uh, the teachers themselves need to be, you know, get skills upgrades mm-hmm. and all of those things and, and tools for the students to use. And I, I believe a lot of those things are lacking. They, they don't have, you know, more up-to-date tools and the toolkit for saying that they can expand this kid's education so that they, you know, it's 
very narrow mm-hmm. what's going on and, and it, they're still isolated and needs you know so we're still trying our best to make sure that we can get what we need to them to further their education further their understanding that is beyond the borders of just the Jeffreytown area or even just the island because the world still stands behind that <laughs> mm-hmm. and they need to understand uh, I'll give you a prime example mm-hmm. uh, my last visit I made a made a um, I queried some of the students and I, I asked them okay what when you grow up what do you want to be mm-hmm. and a lot of those answers were teacher soldier policeman uh, you know maybe a nurse and it surprised me that those children wouldn't be able to come up with something like an engineer mm-hmm. or pilot mm-hmm. or because and, and you know why because they haven't necessarily been exposed to it mm-hmm. and that lack of exposure by having leaders come in to show them that there is more to their world than what they're being exposed to mm-hmm. is part of the answer to your question about what they need mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's not just Jeffreytown it's every other rural community which gets isolated in this fashion that doesn't get the toolkit to expand their education beyond their borders mm-hmm. the pandemic is we're living in a pandemic and you referenced earlier the fact that uh, tablets you uh, donated tablets to, to the students for them to be able to to receive an education in the pandemic. And I'm wondering how has the pandemic affected the the work that the association does with the school? Uh, we in terms of fundraising the pandemic we, we pivoted mm-hmm. here in Canada to be able to raise funds. Um, normally we've been you know, most groups like ours have always had dinners and dances in 2020 when we pivoted and said okay we're still doing a bike tour but we're not doing it with a large number of people we just simply had a small group of cyclists and we went out and we were supported by our local uh, sponsors here and uh, were able to raise uh, funds um, uh, more far more than we actually did for the usual dinner dances that we had and in 2021 in this year we we repeated that Mm -hmm. same thing in order to you know raise the funds we need to support the school Mm -hmm. and we've had an excellent turnout in terms of our supporters um, sponsoring our needs and um, believing in our cause to continue to make sure that we can support the school Mm -hmm. so in terms of the pandemic affecting our fundraising I think actually what it's done for us and for other organizations like ours who are trying to support the schools, it's, it's got us to think outside the box mm-hmm. and do things that we wouldn't have normally done. And it's, I think it's been beneficial for a number of organizations, including ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's those same fundings that have been able to purchase the tablets that the kids needed to be able to you know, access the online education for which the government had now changed to. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to be able to continue that. Mm-hmm. How can anyone listening to us assist the efforts of the association? 
Well, we, we're part we're part of um, the Alliance of Jamaican Alumni Association. We're just one of the many groups under that particular umbrella here in in southern Ontario in, in the Toronto area. Uh, and the alliance has been a great help. You know, without them, uh, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing. We're just, like I said, just one of about 35 different groups within the Alliance of Jamaican Alumni Association, and we will try to continue our services. We want to be able to support, um, you know, as diaspora, we want to be able to support the many schools across the country. Um, and many of us who have left uh, the islands believe in the cause. Easily access online to see, you know, where the Jeffrey Town Education Association is as part of that group, and um, uh, you know they can always send us an email at uh, Jeffrey underscore Town at Rogers dot com if they wish, and uh, so we can continue our conversation. Uh, absolutely, or you know, access the Alliance website on uh, you know in terms of ajjcanada.com. So. Hopefully those are two avenues that um, they can reach out to us and uh, continue our conversation. And if they agree with what I'm talking about today, maybe we can share some of those ideas. But I'm certain that most of what I've said today, you know, in this interview, I thank you very much for, you know, giving me the opportunity, mm -hmm. is no different from a lot of other rural schools across Jamaica. I want to thank you so much, Patrick, for your time. Thank you very much for having me. Patrick Buchanan is the president and one of the founders of the Jeffrey Town Education Association. He has been my guest. I'm Neil Armstrong. Thanks for listening. Impact in Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, Kyramed, and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email to impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.